Welcome to Women Who Kill You Guys. This is Kai, guest today, super funny comedian, uh, also a giant, I have to say it, Kyle Shire. Hi, everybody. Excited to be here to talk about some some murdering nurses. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Jane Toppin. Jane Toppin. Which is, Toppin. is a punny, punny name Yeah. when you think about it. W- given Mary when Poppins. We, when we get into it. Yeah. But also... Top and Jane. Yeah, top. <laughs> Nobody tops like Jane, because <laughs> you're under a lot of morphine when it happens, and then you die. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> big, big spoiler. So uh, Jane Toppin was born in 1857 in New England. New England has some of the some of the most prolific. Lady serial killers, I think. I think it's the long winters. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's got to be. Uh-huh. You, you're just you're kind of cooped up inside for, you know, six months of raw winter. Probably just like, you know, what, would, what would happen if I murdered my friend? Like, you know, yeah, you, you think about I, a lot I of guess stuff. They didn't have bars that played sports. Nah. On the TVs. No, yeah, they, didn't, they, they, TV. they didn't. Yeah, I mean, really, it's it's society's fault. Yeah. You know. That, that people in New England turn into that. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> so Also, all the rich mahogany up there. The ship, the shipbuilding industry. I don't know. I'm just Mahogany? Going. All the things that I know about New England, I'm just going to throw it out there. That's the reason why there are so many murderers. Oh, I only know... It's the crabs. I only know seafood and sports and uh, racism. It's Tom Brady. That's It's his fault. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Jane Toppin wasn't always Jane Toppin. She was... Born as Honora Kelly. Yes. Uh, she was an Irish immigrant um, who moved uh, when she was very young uh, with her family, and her mom died of tuberculosis when she was really young. Um, uh-huh. And so she was raised with her. I guess there's some discrepancy over how many siblings she had. Yeah, which is um, odd. Yeah, this is, this is odd. We know for a fact that she was left at an orphanage, um, uh, the Boston Female Asylum, by her father, Peter Kelly, with her sister Delia, uh-huh. um, who was two years older than her, according to a few other sources, she had she was the youngest of four. So that means that there are two unaccounted for or five. sisters. Was the youngest of five, or at at least three? At least Some three. Some sources say at least three. I don't know how they didn't. I don't know, but what I want to know is like because we know for a fact that her father uh, left two of them at the orphanage. Dad was crazy as so shit. By what the did way. he do with the other two? Did he just keep them? Maybe. Did he just he just left? He was like, how did he decide which two went to the asylum and contest? which two he kept? Right? Like, was, was there a foot race? There was a foot race, a, a, a potato sack race. Potato sack. Yeah. Well, they're Irish. You know <laughs> <laughs> what they have to go for. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All you girls get into the sacks. <laughs> We're gonna decide which one of you I'm gonna leave you off at the fucking asylum. <laughs> So uh, Peter was nicknamed by uh, town townsfolk, town folks, townsfolk. How do you say that? Town folk. Uh, Kelly the crack. Yeah, he was a doctor apparently, right? Uh, was he? Yeah, like he was kind of he was like a, a doctor or something. He became a tailor. Uh, that's right, because he well, there, there are rumors that he tried to sew his eyelids shut. I assume it, it, it was like some Irish Catholic guilt. Like his his wife, his his beautiful wife died of tuberculosis, uh-huh. and he kept on looking at other women. And so um, he was like, "I'm gonna sew my eyes shut so Saint Peter doesn't see me 
look at other women or something like that. I don't know. The Catholic uh, Church fucks people up. That's all I know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, especially that Irish Catholic nonsense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. 1799 is when that asylum was founded. Mm-hmm. What a... The Boston Female Asylum. The Boston Female Asylum. What a creative which, name. Which was just like a dumping ground for if you wanted to just get rid of your daughters. You can just be like, here. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't actually an asylum in the insane sense of the word. Yeah. It was actually an orphanage. Yes. Uh, I guess they used the asylum in the, the way that we use the word refuge. Yes. But how did they uh, discern insane asylums from shelter asylums? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe the insane asylums were just grosser. Hmm. Maybe maybe the shelter asylums were nicer. I don't know. Maybe maybe Peter Kelly thought he was doing his daughters a favor. Uh huh. Well, there I were about a hundred girls uh, staying there at the time. Yeah. And apparently, there once you reach ten years old, you're not you're too old for the orphanage. Yes. Uh, Nora left at eight, and Nora, which is uh, was short for Honora. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, she left at eight and became an indentured servant to a lady who didn't have a husband anymore because he died. Yes, the, the Toppin family. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moved in with them, and uh, which is such a weird thing that, that that happened, that you could just buy an eight-year-old yeah. and just be like, you know, come here and, and wash my laundry. It's yeah. just weird. For, well, it was a way for... Since people wouldn't hire her, she was too young to get a job, mm-hmm. um, and she didn't have any family, it was a way for her to have a place to stay. But you think they would just be like, sure, this, this kid can stay with us, instead of like, hey, kid, want to be the help? Yeah. Because like, <laughs> you, need, you need to earn it's so your weird keep here. Like, my nephew's eight. Yeah, and I can't imagine him being a servant. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just this—he yeah. sits around and plays Fortnite. He's adorable. He sends me these gifts. Uh-huh. I can't imagine anyone being like, you know, kid, kid needs to earn his rent. Yeah, like he—he he pouts when he has to take the garbage out. Like I can't imagine them being like, you know, uh-huh. make sure you have fresh beddings, and I demand my water bath be at the certain degrees, or else you'll get a birching. <laughs> like. Because you know that's what they did. They gave him uh-huh. the birchings. Oh, Jesus. The birchings. And so Anne was hella fucking racist. She didn't like Irish people. Yes. And they started telling people that Nora was uh, Italian. Yeah. Because apparently back then, well, because first of all, Italian, like Irish was like one of the worst things that you could be. Mm-hmm. Like you are the, the wrong kind as of white. As far as a white person goes. <laughs> yeah. Like that is like the, the, the worst white. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Italian wasn't even really considered white, yeah. even either. I mean, are they even now? I don't. I think yeah. Italians are like, even though a lot of Italians are super racist against black people, they're still the black people of white people, Is, right? They I, like flashy clothes. I guess they I don't know. I, they cook really well. They use seasoning. They use they a do. lot of seasoning. They do. Um, very very into barber culture. Really hot. Uh, usually, Big yeah. Dicks. <laughs> yeah. Um. They can dance, can right? Can they? Yeah. Can Italians dance? I think, it, yeah, Italians I have I think rhythm. Greeks, I mean, uh, maybe. I've seen Jersey Shore. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I think Italians are the black people of white. I think that you're more qualified to Italian make that. Americans. <laughs> That's at fair. Least. Not like not but like uh not like Mussolini like, Italians. <laughs> <laughs> not like dudes named Massimo. Yeah. Italians. Uh Massimo Cortelloni. <laughs> something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh yeah, uh so they, they passed her off as Italian as like the help so that she could get by. And mm-hmm. I believe this is around the time that she started going by Jane. Yeah. Um, which to me makes it like they, you know, it, I don't know if that was her decision or not, but like Honora sounds super Gaelic. <laughs> yeah. Like that sounds like super duper, like, you know, I was conceived on the Blarney Stone <laughs> and like, <laughs> and was born into a bed of shamrocks uh, and <laughs> like my, my mother's midwife was a potato, like <laughs> super <laughs> Irish. Um, but, so, like Jane isn't a fucking uh Jane seems kind of innocuous, you know. It's certainly not Italian. It's not, but it's 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 a uh, it's anonymous. I feel like that's kind of an anonymous female uh-huh. name of the time. It, Jane Doe. Yeah, exactly. Um so I I I could see that. And then she started I don't know if this was her her doing or their doing, but she mm-hmm. started going by their surname, Toppin. She got rid mm-hmm. of Kelly and started going by Toppin. I mean, Kelly is also a very Irish. Kelly's super name. Irish. Uh, so she started going to school, and uh, everyone hated her because she was a bitch. She was, uh, <laughs> what was she, what was she? Kai? <laughs> she so she, she was, a, was a. How many syllables were in that bitch. word? <laughs> <laughs> sounds, bitch. Uh, sounds less sexist when you say it that way. Uh, <laughs> so she was a pathological liar and a snitch. Yeah. And uh, anyone who she didn't like for any reason, she would just make up crazy ass rumors about them. Uh, I, I yeah, apparently she would just like kick people, get people kicked out uh-huh. all the time. So she had no friends. By the way, the New England Historical Society says she doesn't have any friends because she got unattractively fat. New England Historical Society dot com. <laughs> You who, shady bitches. Yeah, who bitches. is there a name attached to that article at all? Can we put someone on blast for that? Because Jane someone Jane's been like through Carl a lot. Or something. I don't know. Let's see. Uh no. They were Oh, they oh, were, I see. They were smart enough to not put their name on it. Written by the editors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely impartial. Completely impartial. But Jane Dobbin was a fat bitch. <laughs> That's why she didn't have any friends. <laughs> Sorry, I should do that in a New England accent. Jane Tappen was a fat bitch. That's why she didn't have any friends. Pack the car. <laughs> so she would tell people that um, her dad uh, like sailed around the world, and her sister was married to like some English noble dude. Uh, she said her brother was decorated at Gettysburg by Abraham Lincoln himself. Wow. She's, she's good. <laughs> she's good. Yeah. I mean, she's... Sometimes you just need to dress for the part that you want in life. She went big with and the lies she was right like, away. I'm going for it. Uh. <laughs> no one's going to keep Jane Toppin down. You know who people keep down? Honora Kelly. Uh-huh. But you know who people don't keep down? <laughs> Jane motherfucking Toppin. So, uh, so she stayed, her indenture, her indentured servitude was supposed to last for 10 years. So her 18th birthday, she got her freedom and. $50. <laughs> what? At the time, that was probably a lot of money. Was it? 
Was it? I mean, it was probably I, like $500. I don't no, know. No, it was probably like 1000 really? But still, like 1000 is like... <laughs> For 10 years? <laughs> for 10 years of labor, here's $1,000. Yeah. Like, here's enough for one month's rent in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was that was less than $10 a year. Yeah. That's crazy. So, Anne died, uh, and Elizabeth, uh, who was her daughter, so basically Jane's, like, foster, technical foster sister or whatever. Yeah. Uh, got married. Uh, Jane was engaged at some point as well, but the dude left her. I believe, yeah, she claims that that happened, like she was with a guy when she was 16 who uh-huh. spurned her. Uh-huh. This is like later on down the line when she's talking about mm-hmm. her motives and stuff, um, which I will, we'll, we'll get to later because I think that this bitch was smart in a uh-huh. lot of ways. So she uh, started working for her foster sister. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, she didn't have any... Anywhere to go? Because she only oh. got fifty dollars. Fifty dollars, and she's last fat. <laughs> and she's fat. <laughs> Did we mention that Jay Toppin was fat? <laughs> fucking New England, <laughs> New England Historical Society. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> so I'm just imagining up. the New England Historical Society like Some leaders, guy in like a fucking ascot, <laughs> smoking cigars with like model cars on his table, with like a hot assistant. Monocle. He, he lives in 1985 somehow. <laughs> like he has a DeLorean. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so she starts going to nursing school though, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, so that was kind of like where she started learning about her penchant for pharmacology. <laughs> yeah, apparently, just about anyone could become a nurse back then. I mean, I don't think that the bar was particularly high, but I think that you needed to know how to read, first of all, which okay. does, like, at the time, that kind of does automatically separate probably, like, half oh, of the people yeah. that you're, that you're, apply- that you're you know, screening. It's, it's crazy because there, there weren't very many career options available for women who no. wanted to be professionals, but I often wonder why so many murderers were nurses, but then you think, oh, okay, you guys spent all this time oppressing women and <laughs> and telling them that like they're not worth anything but then you give them a job option where they have access to the means to very easily kill anyone who fucks them over yeah with no there's no suspicion whatsoever cuz yeah. they're already sick they're already in the hospital oh no they died oh no yeah so yeah. like why i i don't why weren't all nurses serial killers? <laughs> like, I mean, let me tell you. They had a lot of rage. They probably, I mean, I, my my mom is a nurse. My sister's a nurse. My grandmother was a nurse. And my great-grandmother was a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot stand the sight of blood. But I've, like, been raised by nurses mm-hmm. for my whole life. And, like, the shit that they have to put up with. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I'm shocked my mom hasn't killed people. From, like <laughs> From doctors or from patients? From both, both. From both. Mm-hmm. Like, constantly talked down to by... I mean, like, my, my mom is like, you know, you should love nurses because they help keep doctors from killing you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And it's true. Like, doctors just kind of, like, walk in. Like, you, you, there's Barely always, even glance at a chart. They barely even glance at your chart. They, they kind of are like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Whereas, like, nurses are doing the bulk of your work. Yeah. Even though it might not feel like it. And it's like... You know, I watched Nurse Jackie. Yeah, I Nurse Jackie. Loved it. <laughs> probably very close to the <laughs> truth right there, uh, especially in terms of nurses being addicted to opiates, mm-hmm. which also relates to Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it's my mom has been like, 
spit on. She's been called every name in the book. She's been assaulted. Like my mom is like the most adorable little. My mom looks like if Jane Toppin had a soul, <laughs> but like also cuter. Uh-huh. Like she was like Jane Toppin, like chibified, like uh-huh. <laughs> but like adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't the, the fact that like anyone could ever, but like people are just like constantly drunk around them and like just the worst of humanity. So it makes perfect sense to me that at least some of those nurses would be like. Yeah, you gotta go. Snap, yeah. But also, it's important to point out that, like, Jane Toppin, like, was not the angel of death stereotype, you know? like Right. Like, the angel of death Because stereotype. she wasn't being merciful. She, she was she getting w- off on it. She was absolutely literally. getting off on it. Yes, literally. Yeah, which we will find out because of uh, Amelia Finney. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, nursing school, by the way, is where she uh, got the nickname... Jolly Jane. Because she was fat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she was fat. She was <laughs> jolly. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> jolly Jane. Why was she jolly? Why was she jolly? Yeah, why couldn't she have just been um Jovial, jovial, jovial Jane. Jane, jovial Jane. Yeah. Actually, I like the sound yeah. of that more, but that's too genteel many... Jane. Different letters, Gen- but genteel still the same sound. Jane. <laughs> Jovial Jane, Jolly J- oh God, it's so no, it's stupid. Uh, she preferred to be called Jenny. Uh, that's what a lot of people called her. The mm-hmm. people in her life who weren't dicks. Yeah. Um, but apparently they only uh, they work seven days a week, twelve hour days, two weeks of of uh time off per year. That's yeah. That sounds about right. Actually, that. Hasn't changed. Hasn't really changed. No. <laughs> like uh. my mom was an ER nurse for, you know, 30 something years and mm-hmm. you know, she would be working four or five days a week, twelve hour shifts and all at night and she'd come home and she would just be like a wreck and she'd be like, Okay, well now I have to raise three kids Ugh. and take care of my elderly parents. Ugh. Jesus Christ, mom, how did you do it? Don't say drugs. Um <laughs> But it was drugs. But it was drugs. <laughs> so, yeah, she got a couple people kicked out of nursing school as yeah. well. Uh, so every school she went to. Uh, and she also stole things. Yeah, yeah. she that, that was something that actually, like, followed her throughout her entire life, actually. Mm-hmm. She would steal a lot of things. Money, um, trinkets she, from people that died. She was probably died. a, what do, you, what do you call a person who's addicted to stealing? Uh, kleptom- kleptomaniac. Yes. Yeah. I'm also, I think, uh, if she took from people that she killed, I think that's kind of a like a serial killer trophy Mm -hmm. type deal. Um, I think that there's, I think that she was motivated by like a kind of a sexual thrill as well, but I think that there was also some kind of like material motives behind some of the things that she did, Mm -hmm. especially later on, but we can get to that later. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, I believe it was around, uh, nursing school when she started experimenting with, um, different but she was basically like fudging patients charts uh-huh. and she would figure out b- bullshit reasons to give them the o- wrong opiates. opiates but then uh uppers at the same time and so she started like bringing people to the brink of death and then pulling them back and she would do this like over and over again she would guinea pig people yeah she was just like she was just Fucking around. She would yeah. be like, how much? Three drops of this shit? And yeah. Make you go. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's how scientific it was. Um, <laughs> like, she's just smelling it. Mmm. I wonder what this will do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dip a finger in, rub it on her gums. He's just like, oh, yeah, that's the good shit. Like, <laughs> Apparently, she was really likable to the patients. Because uh, she was she was cheerful. Yeah, because she was fat. 
Um, that's, Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like that's if you see a happy fat person, you're like, oh. <laughs> Whereas if you see an angry hot person, you're like, ooh. Oh, I guess you're right. Right? It's messed up. It is messed up. As a fat person, let, I don't like it. Let fat people be mad. Yeah, world. Anyway. God. <laughs> so. But yeah, so this is around the time that she meets Amelia Finney, who mm-hmm. was a woman that was in her care when she was, I don't know if she was in nursing school or just out of nursing school. 1887. <laughs> 1887, yeah. Um, so she drugged and molested her and the only reason why we know that this happened was because she didn't die because someone walked into the ward while she was on top of her uh-huh. and like uh-huh. topping she, she was, was topping her. she was topping her she was she was jane topping her ass um <laughs> oh man she was she it's nasty <laughs> chill dom jane toppin <laughs> <laughs> Chill mask Dom Jane Toppin. <laughs> there we go. I got it out eventually. <laughs> Man, she... I'm gonna make a Tinder profile for her. You should. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> swipe left. <laughs> Dear God, swipe left. <laughs> or swipe right. I don't know which one is which. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I do scruff and, and grinder. Uh, it's way more direct. <laughs> the only reason she um, realized that this happened to her was uh, when she started hearing rumors yeah. uh, about Jane being wanted. Yeah. Um, but initially, she had just thought she was having a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. And that she imagined the whole thing. Oh, God, that's creepy. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, after the fact? Like, oh, yeah, that fever dream where you were molested by your nurse? That happened. She made it out. Thank Mm -hmm. God she was not murdered by Jane. But Mm -hmm. other people were not so lucky. So did that got her fired from the hospital? I don't know if that's what got her fired because she didn't. Um, she went, she was, she was working at that hospital and then she got promoted to Massachusetts general. Uh Um, and that was where she apparently was doing a lot of, um, like she, she confessed later on that she killed a bunch of people at Massachusetts general. Um, and then she killed a close friend of hers so that she could get a job at, as, um, the hall matron for Cambridge which was a, a really prestigious hospital, and she took her, her friend's job. Apparently she was she earning her. $25 a week when the average was $5 a week for women. Good for her, you know? Like, I'm sure that bought her a lot of poison. <laughs> you know? she, was she got like, it free. Yeah. She, well, she, you know what, you're right. Discount. So she was, she was passing those savings on to herself, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know what, I'm getting fucking... I don't know what she was getting. What do you think? What do you think Jane Toppin would spoil herself with? Um, apparently, she liked to drink. Really? Uh huh. So. Well, she's Irish, so. She... <laughs> there we go. It's learned behavior. It's not racist. <laughs> so she she probably went went to the bar and top shelfed it. Top shelfed. <laughs> That's the verb. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the bar and top shelfed. Give me that Johnny Walker Blue Label. <laughs> Seventy five bucks a shot. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, top top and shelf top and shelf top and shelf <laughs> that's the name that keeps on giving top shelf topping top shelf topping 
but yeah, she she also um, when it came to the people that she murdered, um, she was really not discriminate. Um, she would kill old people, young people, men, women, um, a bunch of people, basically anyone that she could like realistically just kind of like have them drift off into 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 she sleep. Would climb in bed with them and cuddle them. Cuddle as them to they died. Death. Look me in the eye. Apparently that was like what, what got her off. Like uh-huh. it was the idea of like you seeing, know, seeing the life drain out of their eyes. Yeah. What is that? Like <laughs> what happened to Jane? Wow. <laughs> like, I don't know what pathology that is, but that's really crazy. Um, but yeah, she was, oh yeah, she was fired from Massachusetts general, uh, but she came back again because she was a bitch. Because she was because she was a bitch. She would. Um, uh, she also took credit for other people's work. Yes. Uh, yeah, she did a lot of messed up stuff. Um, but then she was eventually fired for good because she was administering opiates recklessly. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> They're like, and, and and apparently there was some there were some allegations of theft. That she was taking money. They're like, we think it's weird that you're molesting patients, but... Yeah. Also, you get paid 25 bucks a week. Why are you stealing money? You crazy bitch. <laughs> like, what are you doing? For the thrill of it. She also was making fake charts, which I think a lot of other people were catching on. Like, she would she would be, like, fudging people's charts and stuff. To get more drugs for them. To get more drugs for them. Or, or to, like, yeah, to get the drugs that she wanted to put in them. Do you think that most or many of her patients couldn't read? I mean, reading back then, it's like... I mean, how many people do you know that know like coding? Coding, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that that's probably like the perfect n- analogy for it. Like, I friends of mine that know coding, they make it seem like it's so simple, right? And that anyone can learn it. But I call bullshit. I'm like, there's no <laughs> way that I'm ever going to be able to learn anything as advanced as coding. But back then, that was probably how people saw reading. Um, so that does make sense to me. Which is why it was probably so hard for her to get caught for it because. If you can't read your own chart, yeah, how are you going to know what they're saying you're sick with? Right. Yeah. What 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 continuity are you following? Ah, uh, that's so um, terrible. Also, back then people just died. Like, <laughs> true. <laughs> back then, a lot of people just died. I mean, this was around like the people turn of the died century. Died of like the common cold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they would just they would have a sip from the Thames and they'd just <laughs> die. You know. I mean, granted, that was because the Thames was Dysentery. like literally just like shit, shit and corpses. That was Ugh. what the Thames was. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was nasty. Um, but yeah, back then you could just die from anything. So it's like also like you know she was a nurse and the idea of like a killer nurse was like that had never crossed anyone's mind right so it was it was like this kind of perfect situation where no one was going to suspect a woman and no one was going to suspect a nurse so apparently because she had gotten fired she passed her her exam uh at nursing school but she never got a license to actually practice because she was fired from her job yeah uh so then she became a private nurse, which mm-hmm. b- before LinkedIn, I guess there was no way to, to t- <laughs> there was no way to check. <laughs> no way she to probably, check whatsoever. Uh, obviously, she lied about her references. She yeah. was probably like, uh, I was Abraham Lincoln's private nurse. Yeah. Uh, you can't ask him anymore, though. You can't. No. <laughs> it's just real shame. Uh, <laughs> but in, in who was it? Um, she... Another person she killed, she killed her landlord and his wife. Right. Um, she killed... Um, she tried to poison a, a trainee nurse. She tried to poison a, a trainee nurse. 
Um, she was quoted multiple times saying that there was no use keeping old people alive. And they thought she was joking. Yeah, right? Because she was so jolly, which makes it seem like she was smiling when she said it or something. Like, there's no reason to keep old people alive. And they're like, Jane, you're so jolly. You're hilarious. I think that, honestly, she was probably super creepy, but because she was fat, people were like, oh, isn't she jolly? Oh. Um, yeah. Well, so, now I want to see Melissa McCarthy play her. Right? Um... Who else? Uh, she can do drama. Yeah. We learned she can do drama. Mm -hmm. She can. Uh, so that leads us to um, when she reconnects with her foster sister. Right. Um, because around this time, uh, Elizabeth Toppin Brigham, she got married, um, was wanting to reconnect with her. They actually had a fair, they were, they were nice to each other, apparently. Like they had, at least according to Elizabeth, they were close. But Jane secretly resented all of the, I mean, she was an indentured servant. How could you not be a little resentful yeah. of your <laughs> foster sister who was like, you know, rich and married a, a, a rich man and all that stuff. Uh -huh. So she started hanging out with her. In, uh, and in the summer of 1899, she went to Buzzards Bay uh, and she, with, with her sister, Elizabeth, um, Elizabeth was complaining about depression and uh, she took Elizabeth to the beach one day and gave her a picnic of cold corned beef, taffy, and mineral water laced with strychnine. Huh. And Jane later said that she held her, I held her in my arms and watched with delight as she gasped her life out. She didn't kill the husband. She hasn't yet. <laughs> so she kill she kills her foster sister. She she says, "Let's go on a picnic," and Let's and it's a pic picnic, picnic of death. A picnic of death uh, <laughs> with with corned beef and taffy. And oh man, corned beef too. I know that was that had to be calculated. Like I I oh yeah. You think she she brought her like a pint of Guinness too? Yeah, she was like, "This is for making this is some potatoes." This is for saying I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die with corned beef in your stomach, you bitch. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but yeah, she she then um, uh, basically... Uh, she had another plan. She had another plan because the, the Brighams had a 77-year-old housekeeper named Edna. Right. And she basically killed her and then took over her job and was like, look at... She was like trying to stunt on, what was her name? Oramel. Oramel Brigham, the husband of her late sister, uh, had a housekeeper named Edna, 77 years old. She was an old person, totally fits her MO. She was like, get this old bitch out of here. They said um, she died of a, a stroke, right? Yeah, they said she died of a stroke. Probably was something that, uh, that, that Jane did. She started taking over as the housekeeper because she was trying to... Uh, take her sister's man essentially and she was like look at me i'm such a good housekeeper aren't you good and she like tried to make passes at him and he rejected her so she decided that she well he made it clear to her that he did not want a housekeeper or a wife right and that he just wanted to grieve his wife uh and jane was like oh yeah well 
what if you get sick one day and, and you need help? What if I'm, what, you know, wouldn't it be crazy if I was there to help you? And so that's what she did. She poisoned his food she, with morphine. Yeah, she poisoned his food. And then she was like, I'm going to nurse you back to health. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh, and that didn't work. Because he was still like, get the fuck away <laughs> from like, me. Get away from me, you weirdo. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, so she left and she tried to commit suicide. With morphine. With morphine. Did not work. And, you know... You'd think she would be able to... See, I don't think she actually wanted to kill herself. Because if she had, as a nurse, she would know how much morphine she needed to kill herself. She did it to garner sympathy. Do you, you think, yeah, I, I thought that too. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I had like two minds of it. I was like, I could easily see her trying to kill herself and like getting it wrong. But I think you're right. She probably would know how much morphine it would take to kill her. Mm-hmm. You know? So she tries to commit suicide. She fails by her own volition or not. We don't know. Um, But she uh, goes to stay with an old friend, Sarah Nichols, um, who lived with her brother in Amherst. And so that's where she was hanging out for a while. Mm -hmm. And then eventually she She got sick of Sarah. She got sick of Sarah. Is that where that band name came from? Sick of Sarah? Yeah. (laughs) Is that a name? Is that a band? I feel like it is. I mean, it sounds like a cool punk band. I don't know anything about music. I'm Googling it. Sick of Sarah is a band. It's a rock band based in Minneapolis. Okay. Well, of course you know because you're awesome and I don't know anything. That's hilarious. Sick of Sarah. We're sick of... Oh, I get it. Hey, everyone. We're sick of Sarah. Isn't yeah. that it? Like, yeah. what's up, Atlanta? We're sick of Sarah. <laughs> Isn't that it? Like, you have to have a band name that sounds cool when you say it to a <laughs> crowd of people. Isn't that like the band name game? <laughs> All um, the Sarahs in the crowd are like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Or they're like, yeah, I'm sick of Sarah, too. And she pulls out a mirror, and she's like, I'm sick of you. <laughs> they get really into it, those Sarahs. Um, so Jane <laughs> decides to rent a cottage in Bourne um, from a affluent family known as the Davis family. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, apparently she was very stingy with her rent and was not, all that money she it. was making. All that money she was making, and you were missing up on your rent, Jane. Get your shit together. Um, she, I mean, she also killed her landlord, so it's like you probably and his wife, right? And and the landlord's wife. Yeah. So you know she wasn't paying rent for at least those two months. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and people um, were saying she was. Uh, there were rumors that she was addicted to morphine. Oramel started those rumors. Oramel, of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if she was addicted to morphine, that would explain why her suicide was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. That oh, could explain why her suicide. Un- she didn't realize her tolerance had yeah. increased. If that is true, then that would explain why she did not die with her morphine attempt. Look at um, this ad, this newspaper ad for morphine from the, <laughs> the time. It just it, The bottle is so big, it looks like a, like a Costco Tylenol bottle. <laughs> Anyway, uh, she moves in with the Davis family. Uh, sure, she moves into uh, a property owned by the Davis family. She is stingy on rent, and then Al, um, Mrs. Davis, Maddie Davis, um, comes to the house to collect. Um, but Jane decides to kill her with a cocktail of morphine and atropine. Uh, she kills her. And that's the same drug that she was using to kill people in the hospital. Yes. Um, it's, which it's, it's basically like a, like a speedball. It's like an upper and a downer. It just kills you. Right. Um, and so she then elects to move in with 
she she reaches out to Alden Davis, the husband of Maddie Davis, and it's like, I'm so sorry about your loss. Um, do you need any help around the house? You know, and she moves in to be like the nurse for Alden Davis, who's like this elderly man. After she killed his wife. After she killed his wife. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, so she moves in and uh she murders him. She murders his two and uh uh, and his two daughters as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Genevieve. Geraldine and, and Minnie. Geraldine and Minnie. Is it Minnie? Uh-huh. Uh, so he murders those two. And she took his money. And she took his money, too. Even though she she owed them money. Mm-hmm. And then after she killed him, she uh, she took $500. It's like, it's like oh, I owe you money? <laughs> oh, I owe you money? I'm J- Who am I? I'm Jane motherfucking Topic. You owe me money. <laughs> And I'm going to take it from you. That's that's what she did. No. Oh, man. Um, so she had been stealing from a lot of people for a long time. Which, which Everyone makes, she ever lived with. Yeah, which makes me feel like, like it, there was there were, there were was a a bouquet of motives, I think. I think that she got like a thrill out of it. I think there was a sexual aspect. And I also think that she was kind of like this, I don't want to say Dickensian, but it's like, you know, she probably grew up in extreme poverty. And right. I think that and her that dad was a psychopath. Her dad was a psychopath. And, you know, I think that when you grow up in that kind of circumstance, there's... she didn't have any matri- matriarchal love in her life. Yeah. So she was just like, fucking, I'm just going to, you know, take what I want and what I need. And I'm never going to be poor again. You know, she went full Laura Dern, big little eyes. Like, I will not, I will not, not, not be, be rich. rich. <laughs> just the coolest line ever. Laura Dern. <laughs> Laura Dern, I want you to know, because I know you listen to this podcast. Uh huh. That would be amazing. And you're wonderful. And you're perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so she uh, she murders all this whole family, basically, she, over the span of a few months, actually, because yeah. she moves in with the Davises July 5th. The husband, the wife, she, the t- fucking well, sorry, two she, kids. Sorry, she murders Maddie Davis on July 5th. She moves in with Alden July 26th. The day after Independence Day, right? they get murdered. Maddie gets murdered the day after <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> She then moves in with Alden's. Do you think they had a barbecue? <laughs> and that's why she waited. That's, no, she was like at the barbecue and was like, hmm. <laughs> wonder what I can do here. Okay. Uh, so she she then moves in uh, shortly after she murders Maddie. July 26th, she murders um, Alden's sister. She didn't even give it a month. Yeah. Um, August 8th, she kills Alden. August 12th, she kills Alden's daughter, Minnie. And then August 26th, she kills Alden's other daughter, Edna. Jeez. So that's two Ednas that she's killed. <laughs> she, yeah, she just didn't like Ednas. She just did not like Ednas. Uh, and so, so her, her motives were money and, uh, and sexual pleasure and her hatred of Ednas. Yeah. Well, I think it was also like, it's weird because she gets like sloppy here. Yeah. Like, she it's weird because she just she kills them in such a short frequency you know like i want to know like what was going through her head like why was there a ramp up like why did she have to kill the two daughters as well i think she she was just she was addicted to it and she just couldn't wait she literally couldn't wait to do it again all of them have to die yeah and the reason why um you know like do you ever um like you get like a, a like a cheesecake, right? And you put it in the fridge and you're like, I'm, I'm not going to eat this cheesecake until tomorrow. Tomorrow is my fucking cheat day or whatever. <laughs> like, 
the murders were her cheesecake that she was saving for her cheat day, <laughs> but she kept sneaking into the fridge, taking little bites of it. Before I'm not going to murder the daughter yet. I'm not going to murder the daughter. I'm going to murder the daughter now. Jane, you're so bad. Oh my God, I'm being so bad. I shouldn't have murdered that daughter. I'm going to. Oh my God. This is ridiculous. I'm going to have to go to the gym later. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> Guilty pleasure murder. Um, but... Uh, after she kills Minnie on um, August 12th, the family orders a toxicology panel. And for and some reason, they're the first people who she'd ever encounter to die from poisoning right? to be like, oh, I don't remember them being into all these weird ass drugs. Well, maybe the reason why it took let a me just look like a stroke or a whatever. Well, she wasn't arrested until October twenty sixth, mm -hmm. um, and it took a minute for the Gibbs family, which was Minnie's, the family she married into. It took a while for them to convince the coroner to do a toxicology lab because apparently the Davis family had a lot of um, people die around that age. Like there were a lot of people around that uh, in that family that had died around that age. Okay. And so they thought that it was just like another case of that. Uh-huh. Um, and so they finally were like, no, we need that toxicology report. And so they did and they found the 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 telltale cocktail of uh, morphine and apropine. Um, so she was then tailed. She was tailed by cops for about a month or two. And they went and deep undercover. They went deep undercover. Do you have details on how they went undercover? One of the guys pretended to be sick and checked himself into a hospital. That is a that that is the MacGyver of the late nineteen hundred of the yeah. early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> he was he's like what he, he put like a fake blood capsule in his mouth and yeah. then he went <laughs> yeah and then he pulled the napkin away from his face and had blood on it and they're but like was, we need to get you to a hospital but it was berry juice because <laughs> <laughs> he knew <laughs> so um, she was arrested October twenty sixth. Um, and uh, she did not have a trial until about a year later in 1902. Um, but uh, so she was she was murdering for a good uh, 13 years. Yeah. Well, it, during her trial, she only confessed to 11 murders. Um, and uh, but the number is said to be closer to 30. 31 is what she told her lawyers shortly after <laughs> stupid right like um, they're not gonna tell anyone yeah like you, like 11 is better than 31 like you think <laughs> you think that by like subtracting 20 that's gonna make it better uh -huh. dumb 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 jane um so uh she also according to a few articles said that she she told her lawyer that she wanted to be known for murdering the most helpless people she Ever. she wanted to have the the best numbers out of <laughs> any of the serial killers out there. It, it was quantity over yeah. quality. She wanted she wanted to be the top of the charts. Top of the charts. She was like, I don't care how I do it. I just want to murder a lot. I want to murder the most helpless people, <laughs> which is like, you know, good good for her for having goals. You know, like she set a goal, ambition. Yeah, like she did she did her due diligence with that, and you know, I. That uh, there is a level of uh, manifestation and and secreting that I think she did mm -hmm. <laughs> that I think is noteworthy. <laughs> I think she visualized a lot. She woke up in the morning and was like, "What am I gonna do today?" 
Well, the Boston Globe called her the greatest criminal in the country. When? Uh, at the time. At the time? Mm-hmm. So, so she got what she wanted. She was... She was immortalized while she was still alive to read about it. She was. Um, also, a uh, uh, fun fun little fact here. Um, a lot of the evidence that they had of her was somewhat circumstantial. Mm-hmm. But the two pieces of evidence that um, send it over the edge for the judge, um, uh, I mean, obviously she confessed and whatnot, but um, the two things were, first of all, um, uh, Oh, sorry. Um, it was the frequency of the murders. That was that's what got her. But also, they ordered the toxicology for one of the people um, right after her death, and it was a certain cocktail. And then they exhumed another body that they that they thought was hers, and it was the exact same cocktail that mm-hmm. they found. So they were like, "That's it, boom, boom." The other reason why it was so hard for them to pin her down for so long was that the symptoms of the poisons that she chose were it mimicked s- a natural death right? it, yeah like there was it's very non-specific like it's not like heavy metal poisonings where you can easily see physical, physical manifestations. manifestations of it mm-hmm. it just yeah yeah it's kind of smart it's but like, also oh, it's like, a stroke oh yeah. it was a heart attack like yeah it's like someone you know, who was already old or sick yeah um but she died uh in a lunatic facility the she never Taunton. went to jail no she she um they were like she's crazy yeah, she uh Pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, mm-hmm. um, even though she was on record telling her lawyer that she was not crazy and that she had killed 31 people and that she wanted to be the she wanted to be the 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 goat, <laughs> the goat Apparently lady murderer. She, told she also had had claimed that she had poisoned. I don't know how many people she. One source has her claiming to a poison at least a hundred people. Yeah. So maybe just because a, a lot of people who she poisoned didn't actually die, or maybe she killed way more people than she even told her lawyer. Yeah. She killed. I think that she probably, it's probably the type of thing where like, you know, like, I don't know how many people I've had sex with, but like, if I had to put a number <laughs> on all of the people that I know I have had sex with, uh-huh. it would probably be around 31. Okay. You know, even though it's like way higher than that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like, I don't, I know it's like weird when straight men (laughs) brag about how many people they've had sex with. I Uh feel like with gay men, it's just kind of like, no, this is just like how we shake hands. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like a different, (laughs) um, that's funny. Yeah. Like if I had to like sit down and be like, think about, you know, (laughs) the maximum number of people that I can be like, what are their first and last names? Uh Like (laughs) I probably know 31 of those people. Wow. <laughs> um, I, my name is Kyle. And Kyle's a hoe. I am a proud hoe. <laughs> I've done a lot of things. I've lived a really crazy life. <laughs> so she, uh, she really enjoyed life in the asylum. Yeah, there are apparently records of her like calling out to some of the nurses and doctors that'd be like, hey, if you get us some morphine, we can go have some fun. <laughs> Like, basically saying, like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we got some morphine and killed some of these yeah. patients? She's like, yeah, you know, we should, we, I know how it is. She must have. I know how it is where, you know, like, I did. I used to do what you do. Yeah. We get along. We should be friends. Don't, haven't you ever wondered about how hot it would be to see someone <laughs> go back and forth from life to death? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Uh, eventually, though, she she got uh, manic. She developed manic depression, uh, which, I mean, did she develop it or did she have it all along? I think she had it all along, yeah. probably. Um, but she she started telling people that she wanted to to go back to using her birth name and she wanted to be a nun. Uh, she started getting paranoid. This sounds like a... She stopped eating because she she would tell people that she was afraid her food would be poison. Ironic. This sounds like a like an Irish midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be a nun. I'm running away. <laughs> but it took her a very long time to to die. Yeah, 1938. She was in the institution for 36 years. Wow. And those weren't like five star hotels. And imagine in 1938, making it to 80-something years old. Yeah, Jane did not want to die. <laughs> she did, but she didn't. Well, she, she wanted to, but life wouldn't let her. I think, I, there, I mean, she was bipolar. There was, <laughs> maybe, maybe half of her psyche, maybe half of her psyche was like, you're going to live, Jane. <laughs> and the other half was like, no. <laughs> uh, apparently, she was also, um, she liked to poison people with... Um, with f- mineral water. Yeah. And apparently she had a favorite brand called oh. uh, Hunyadi. Hunyadi, yes. And uh, they, were, they were big mad about that. <laughs> we don't want this kind of press. <laughs> Hunyadi PR person was like, <laughs> God damn it. I'm a fucking mineral water PR person in the late, in the, in the late 1800s. I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think admin were as... Uh, they weren't as revered as <laughs> as uh, Don Draper. He he was the Don Draper of mineral water. Of the <laughs> I would love to see a madman of that, uh, during that age, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I wouldn't. It'd just be the same stories, but the women would be sadder. Aww. Oh. <laughs> P.S. Fuck Betty Draper. I hate Betty Draper. I want to see. I would like to see. <laughs> I want to make a fake Hunyadi ad now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> If your Hanyadi mineral water comes in contact with <laughs> these chemicals, it will turn pink. Kyle, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on oh, the show. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun talking about Jane. That was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah you guys can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Shire. It's going to be great. You just listened to episode 21 of Women Who Kill. You guys, if you like the show, definitely stop by iTunes, leave a rating. Leave a review. If you want to support with your dollars, stop by the Patreon. Join the women who kill Illuminati. Give a dollar a month or more. Five, ten, twenty, a hundred if you're if you're rich and crazy. Uh, get access to bonus content, free merch. Good things. Very much worth it. If you want to send me an email, you could send that on over to wwkpodcast at gmail.com thanks again for listening guys see you next week